Hello all, my name is Surya and I want to discuss the ingenuity of the trolley problem. Have you ever wondered about the trolley problem, reflected on it? The trolley problem has a lot of lessons to teach us all about ourselves, about our society and the priorities we have. For those who don't know what the trolley problem is, here's a quick version. A train track splits at a junction into two other tracks. On one side of these tracks are five people who are tied. On the other side is one person. A train is approaching the junction and you are the station master. You have a lever to change on which track the train goes to. Currently it is set to the track where there is one person. None of them can move and the train cannot come to a stop even if it hits the brakes. As the station master, what would be your decision? There are several versions of the trolley problem, but let's put the information in a much more simpler way so that any version of it can be explained. There are two choices. Choice one is kill one person or five. You have to choose. Indecision isn't an option. The people are bound by what your choice is. They either live or die at your choice. The same version can be translated across various versions which essentially pose the same question in a different role. There is a bridge version where instead of two tracks, there is a single track with five people on it. You are atop a bridge and there is an unusually large man beside you. The train is coming and you can see it's not gonna stop before hitting the five people. However, if you push that large man, he will fall to his death on the track and will absorb the impact of the train, thus saving the five people. What would you do? Another version, you are a doctor and there are five patients admitted in a very critical condition. They need immediate organ transplant and without it, they will die. Your organ bank doesn't have any and no donor can come to the hospital in time to save them. However, there is one healthy patient who came for a checkup. You can take the organs from that healthy person and save five people. What would you choose? The, tro the trolley problem put forth by an English philosopher, Philippa Foot, puts two choices, two worst choices in front of you and makes you choose. This very act of you choosing has a lot to do with everything around you. Let's look at each dimension of the trolley problem and see what it teaches us. Action versus inaction. Whenever there is a conflict, often response is a fight or a flight. In this situation, fight is choosing and flight is inaction. Or in other words, you freeze choosing one option or you don't choosing a different one. Question is, what are you choosing? Dig deeper and you can see something else. When you are sitting in an air-conditioned room with a bunch of people ready to debate your choice with a cool mind, you'd think of many possibilities. But would you choose the same thing if you were in the same situation as the protagonist of the trolley problem? What if the stakes are exactly the same? Would your choice be the one you chose when you were in a cool place? It depends. Most likely, no, most likely you'll freeze. 
it depends on a lot of things it depends on the moral philosophy you believe in it depends on who you are it depends who the people are like i said before freezing means choosing an option the option you choose will reveal a lot about you imagine various people once you know strangers in all these six mix them up any way you want and see if the decisions you take would be different there's an amazing research done on the topic very similar to this question was would you make different decisions in passion the researchers stimulated passion through various means and asked the same questions to the participants with and without this is from the book predictably irrational by and aerially you can check this book out it's really amazing the answers were starkly different so if you were put in the same situation as the trolley problem would the decision you make really be the decision you will make then that's something to ponder on utilitarian principles the theory of utilitarianism preaches that we have to maximize happiness through our choices so in the trolley case we would have to kill that one person because in this way we are saving five lives or just losing one life the damage is minimum and the well-being is maximum this choice seems to maximize happiness in all the scenarios given that you don't know anything about those six people assuming that is the case you don't need a story or a role to go to this option in every version of the trolley problem you'll always choose to kill one person to save the five but is it is it the right one always what if that one person was albert einstein or newton or tesla and the other five were strangers who we don't even remember would choosing one still be the right option we run behind the theory of maximum wellness greater good but is it always the best scenario utilitarian principles do not work all the time the trolley problem shows exactly this for example let's change the version what if you are that one person and you can send a message to the lever from a device the train is currently coming at a speed to kill you by changing one button you can change the train to go to the other five would you sacrifice yourself to save the other five maybe some will maybe some won't when i was a kid we used to have a communal lunch at school we all used to share all of our lunch boxes we shared because we got new things every day rather than what just our parents packed for lunch we shared because it made us happy the principle of greater good makes sense here however unlike spock we are emotional beings too sometimes the good of the few or the one outweighs the good of the many value of a life and not just a human life the main problem for a lot of us comes from the fact that we cannot attribute a value to a life if put in dollar terms how much would it be we don't know it depends because 
a life is not just the physical container or the space it occupies but the output the life gives life is life some outputs a life gives can be measured in monetary terms and some not a musician let's say steven wilson and an artist bob ross if asked to put a dollar value on their lives would they be the same both of them are on the top of their fields they are amazing they have amazing skills and a huge following if a number has to be attached to their life if a price tag has to be put what would you put and would doing such a thing even possible let's extend the trolley problem to contain life of all life forms if there is one human on the kill one side and five dogs on the kill five side what would be your option would you still kill the human you can do this experiment replacing animals birds insects do as many as you can in these six and you'll see what kind of value we give to various lives often we prioritize human lives more than any other we are living a life that puts us at the top of a food chain and this is upsetting the balance of the planet we aren't kind to animals there are many videos that stand testimony to this we aren't kind to plants most of their ashes lies in the foundation of the houses we live in i don't mean for humans to set up their lives among the wilderness because of this but recognizing the damage we are doing and taking action to correct it that is something we need to pursue our priorities as a society imagine the two options now the five are criminals who committed murders robberies rapes abductions imagine any combination you want one or more among them for each of the five the other person is a law abiding citizen who doesn't even have a simple parking ticket who do we save now think of five murderers and one citizen these five murderers have killed people in a war protecting the country which makes them soldiers now five soldiers versus one citizen who would you save why do we as a society condemn killing but when soldiers do it celebrate it if killing is morally wrong then it doesn't matter what the purpose is i am not trying to discount the risk soldiers of each country take in protecting the country my question is why do they have to take the risk in the first place why are we in a position where they have to protect our land from a neighboring country war is waged because of a disparity between a few individuals and the prices paid by the many common people across these countries do they deserve to suffer for a disagreement between those few individuals in hindu mythology ram leads an army of monkeys to fight against ravana the king of lanka for taking sita this is an amazing feat an animal such as monkey which has very little attention span has been directed towards a cause this is something no one has ever done and that's one amazing thing ram has done but what if this war was just a duel between ram and ravana only one life would have lost 
and it could have gone either way think of all the wars that happened with a rational mind we can see a lot of ways to reduce the losses who we prioritize among the five and one tells us who are important in the society politicians soldiers secret service scientists priests religious leaders the list is endless who are we willing to save and who are we willing to sacrifice tells us a lot about who we are as a society when the virus hit the world it was not the business leaders who came in front to save it was the frontline workers the doctors the nurses the medicare professionals retail store owners people who work in retail stores all those people who we thought are below us all those people who we just give minimum wage to these are the ones saving us and these are the ones who always get deprioritized think of it in gender as well the more you think the more our priorities become apparent lesser of the evils if you choose either of the option you have to face the consequences of your choice the death of one person natural is heartbreaking for us imagine having to kill many a time choices that are presented to us are like this neither of the option is any good to us and we have no option but to choose this is the main agenda of the trolley problem rare comes a time when there is a clear distinction between two politicians rarer is the case when one of them is a dictator and the other not most of the times the options to us are worse and even worse we have to choose nonetheless or let others choose one of them i've seen a bunch of student union members while in my college and most of them aren't the brightest bunch most of them know a lot of people and are willing to make a lot of promises which help them in their voting they may or may not keep in the end while i have the utmost respect for them as a student i also do not understand what benefit their role gives them market norms versus social norms which choice maximizes my total benefit let's take a simplified version instead of kill five or kill one this time let's say kill one versus kill one you have information that one of them is a scientist and other is a soldier which one would you choose to kill let's say you choose an option now adding more information to it the one you did not choose is your family member would you still choose the same market norms say that price is decided by the market and there is no sort of mercy when it comes there so let's say per life saved i give you x amount of currency what would you choose or per x per life taken i would give you x amount of currency what would you choose then market norms are dictated by the price social norms 
or not sometimes social norms dictate that you have to give your time which is valuable at 100 dollars per hour to your family because it's important and you cannot put a value on this relationship price doesn't work the same way when it comes to a relationship so if one of them was your family member and the rest are strangers what would you choose what would you choose if you were being paid to save or being paid to kill this is a very important reflection you can draw from the trolley problem solving the trolley problem the trolley problem is relevant for all times to come survive long enough for robots to become an integral part of our life the trolley problem will manifest many times what should a robot be programmed in that scenario so that it chooses the right option what in fact is the right option a robot would not have any emotions like we do and will try to choose the option that has the minimum damage or the maximum wellness which traces back to the value of a life problem is it okay to kill a dog on the road if the robot car prevent an accident to the passengers inside the vehicle trying to solve the trolley problem makes us question every belief we hold there's always a scenario where our beliefs and solutions are made useless now if you program a robot to do this we have to put a value to the action so that we choose one that is most beneficial or least damaging which means putting a value on a life but a value of a life is not static let's say an average joe is valued at 100000 dollars today would that value be the same a few days later the value will change because of the actions that person takes based on your habits based on actions based on your education based on your skills and there are many more factors that need to be taken into account computing real time value requires a lot of processing power and access to all actions a person is doing which means surveillance at the maximum every moment of your life this is a computer monitoring you your actions your thoughts your movements and computing a market value for your life if you ever choose to do that that is the ultimate dystopian world this can ever become the solution to the trolley problem is a dark path on that lies completely within the traps that we have set ourselves this is the ingenuity of the trolley problem it is very simple as choosing among two options but it is that one problem that defines who we are as a society a country as a species itself and that's the ingenuity of the trolley problem thank you thank you